Hi, it's me, Pepsi Hot Dog. This week's episode of After the Fact was recorded immediately after our recording of Fun Facts and Sad Truths, Episode 5, which we recorded at the local public library. We began recording this episode in our car while we were leaving the library. Then we turned off the recording to eat lunch. Unbeknownst to us at the time, my phone began recording again during lunch, which I have included here. Then we returned to the car to complete the episode. This episode actually spawned a fourth recording, not included here, that will be released at a later date as a separate episode of After the Fact. Without further ado, enjoy. Recording. So uh, here, I think the the microphone's on the bottom of the phone. Are we so. just gonna trust that it's catching up on this? Oh no, I'll find out later. You have to talk <laughs> loud, Jake, because yes. this fucker better realize that I'm not going to stop. Good. So you I should. Like your yeah. All you right. should never talk on the phone while driving, but you can yeah, record yourself your on your phone. Yeah, talk <laughs> at your phone right. while driving. What about text while driving? Well, I usually do that, but unfortunately right now I have to let Anchor record us talking, right. so I cannot. Oh my god, what is that guy doing? <laughs> just having a good time. Is he maintenance, or are you trying to steal your yeah. tickets? Wait, what are you supposed to do with it? Am I just good to go? Thank you. Have a good one. So that was the sound of me leaving a parking garage. I took my sunglasses out, but wasn't smart enough to put them onto my face at any point. Do you need help? Um, yeah. In life, or? Take that. Okay. okay, this person seems to be letting me in after these people. See, you just took your glasses off. So yeah. Blind here. I'm not blind, blind. Just like half blind in go. one eye. So, Five I'm gonna go patch. not to the one we went to last time, but the one I usually go to my bed. Oh, that's fine. So Hell yeah. So, it's like a sit down or like a yeah. fast food truck? Or yeah, it's a sit down. Cool. So, we just finished. I'm Exciting. gonna roll this one. Okay, up. but I have to point out so that building there. Those eagles look like straight up Nazi eagles. Like I said, we're, how I was watching the Man oh, in High Castle, yeah. those just straight up look like the stylized yeah. eagles. There's a meme, I'm sure you've seen this, where it's like, here in America we have this joke where we like look for buildings that were clearly once Pizza Huts. Uh, do you have anything like that where you're from? It's like Germans. Um, and it's a Burger King where you can clearly see the shadow on the wall of where Gross. there used to be Nazi architecture. Stuck a swastika is bad. Oh my god. But, um, sort of like on Nickelodeon. Right. But go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> this is our uh, episode of After the Fact, and it's our first episode of either podcast that we are recording using Anchor's function to use my phone as a microphone. So, so if this sounds like garbage, I roll the window down. That's why. Yes, add more static to the yeah, noise. Yeah, absolutely. Good ideas. So now everyone outside who can who can like be heard on the recording, technically are a guest on our podcast. Yes. See, there's Jeff. Back. Yep. Matt. That's Madeline. Marissa. live by Jeff Bezos. Oh no. Sally. Oh no. But um. He's still the richest, even though he got divorced. He's still the richest person. You won't be when we kill him. 
No, actually, three quarters. Three quarters. It's better half because anything's better than Jeff Bezos. I'm de- I was so dead that his, like, sex and stuff mm-hmm. released. I was like, he was so nasty. Like, if you look at him, like... He looks like okay, so, so because he started to exercise and shit, and he got like muscular as a sad divorced guy, but he still has his weird Jeff Bezos head. He looks like Earthworm Jim. Oh yes, <laughs> this is the best place to stop driving. Good move. He's gotta work his tickets. I oh, is he work there? Yeah, I think so. Okay, that's fine. Driving, it doesn't matter. No, it's support the proletariat. Class solidarity. Go work your job. Theater. Support the love story. Yeah. Blue want you to. Yeah. It's like unrequited love. Exactly. Because we know, it's like Romeo and Juliet, we do have to overthrow and kill them. And like a little bit of self-hate, too. Yeah, a little bit. Because like you want to be them, but you also hate them. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. So welcome to After the Fact. Uh, we have a couple of different things we had like been touching on and kind of mentioning, bringing up into this one. And the first thing I wanted to bring up is we brought up Queen. And one thing we've actually not discussed on the show yet is... And I'm kind of shocked because amongst, like, liking Space Jam and, like, what, what, you know, whatever, baseball and stuff, this is a big part of my life. I don't I don't like Queen. <laughs> is that what you fill out? Are you, <laughs> they give you a questionnaire. Yes. What are your likes and dislikes? Your likes are... Uh, Space, Space Jam, Jam baseball, baseball and stuff. dislikes Queen. Queen. <laughs> okay. Dislikes Queen. I don't do like, Queen. like Queen. And here's why. I finally figured out what it is. I like dumb shit. So, like, I really enjoy stupid stuff that's just unequivocally stupid. So, like, in music, when, like, Muse comes on the radio, I'm like, this is funny because this is so bad and stupid. That man is dancing. Weird. Oh, But yeah. also throwing a football occasionally. Hell yeah. Do it. To go. Yeah. Uh, for you listeners at home, there's a man on the sidewalk dancing and throwing a football. It's like an interpretive dance about football, kind of. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's beautiful it and really eloquent, and I'm tearing is. up right this is now. Something. I'm. Re- I wish we could include this, but we can't. But we can't. Uh, um, yeah. So he's a guest <laughs> on the show. Yeah, he's one of our guests. That's Mitchell. But anyway. Mitchell Mark. So. I like stupid shit like MVP2 Most Vertical Primate love that Uh, Space Jam which I don't think is as stupid as people think it is but still it's goofy and stupid what I don't like is something very stupid that is passed off as smart and that is Queen because it's dumb goofy music and when I listen to it I'm like this is fine I don't hate their music it's that it's supposed to be smart. It's you said it's like supposed I mean, to be highbrow, and it's the fans who do it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I agree with that. Smart, but I, I think think. it's. I think it's if you if you don't like. I don't know. Yeah, there, there's way too much hype around Queen. It's like yes, they yeah. play good music and they have a good like head singer yeah. and like you know all their musicians are all right. Well, no, that's not what it is, though. Because whenever I talk about disliking Queen, the response I get is, it's because you don't get music. You know, if you understand oh. how technically proficient they are... Yeah, but that's kind of the people, not that's necessarily what I'm saying. the music. Like, My that's issue the is the fan base, yes. People, and, like, I totally... I had a friend in, like, high school where, like, he could not mention a band without saying, like, I was one of the first people to ever listen to them. Mm-hmm. Or, like, was before it was cool, or, like, you know... I was, like, an asshole in the 70s, but, like, I heard of Queen, so I'm amazing. Like, you yeah. know what I mean? Like, exactly. okay. 
And right. that's I, I dislike it because the good thing about Queen is that it's like goofy and kind of stupid. Right. But their reputation and I think the best example of it is not the movie but the song Bohemian Rhapsody, which by all accounts means nothing and is just kind of silly nonsense. And fans try to like go by like how like smart the lyrics are and how interesting it is and it's like no they admit it was just fucking gibberish and shit like it, it didn't mean anything they were cracking up making it it's a fun song yeah they were all but on like, fucking coke and shit just doing whatever the hell they wanted yeah but there fucking is like some operatic like influences like the bohemian rhapsody rhapsody yeah. being part of it mm-hmm. so i think that's where people identify like oh because it's and they, around from something that's so yes. classical and, they and highbrow that with yeah. skill and it's like with him having an operatic voice yes yeah does he have some level of technical proficiency in how he sings absolutely but that does not make music good you can have a very boring very uninteresting orchestration that requires a like high amount of technical skill Right. And it's, you know, it's that idea of, like, meritocracy in music. It's like, no, fuck, it's art. And they didn't make all that interesting of art. So, like, there's not the passion behind it. Because yeah. I've totally, in any art form, actually pretty much anything is, like... Like, for example, like, even in sports, you can have someone who's not a great player, but mm-hmm. they're just, like, showmanship in sport. You know, they have this, like, personality... Hmm. Yeah, that's people, actually people love that and they'll support that even if the player is like not amazing and like that's that's exactly in yeah. art or music where it's not classical, beautiful, elegant. Like it could be really raw, but it's tapping to something that like people identify with. Exactly. Yeah, arguably more than that's why like people don't like we love perfection, but we also don't love perfection. For listeners at home, yeah. who I'm sure don't exist. Uh, Sam is not aware of the fact that the previous episode of After the Fact, which is going to be released at some point, I think on Monday, (laughs) but we recorded this like a week or so ago, was about sports as a form of art and the idea that... Stop, really? literally we talked about (laughs) Oh, I gotta listen to that, like, once you ever publish it. Yeah. So, I feel validated. Upload? Upload? Drop it. You drop it, the track is fire. (laughs) Yikes. Um... Yeah. Wait, but that's super cool. Yeah. No, I, I think, think about that cool. all the time. Yeah. Like I don't I don't follow <laughs> a bunch of sports, but I like going to games and stuff and, and being a part it. of the yeah. And it's and yeah. that's like the audience aspect of art because okay. So I have like an art art history design background and like I've learned a lot of stuff, but like performance art is a huge fucking deal because it transformed like what you could perceive to be art. Like a literal they oh I mean theater has existed for like thousands of years but the idea of turning an everyday activity into art and then people watch you mm-hmm. and say that it's art is like huge well and that's another thing with um, Queen is that they they're good performers or at the very least like Eddie was a good performer like you see him up on stage like he has passion like when he plays running around he's sweating his ass off you mean Freddie did I say Freddy? Yeah, I was like, Eddie, 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 Eddie better? Becker? What are you yeah, talking about? Yeah, no, I got it. I thought I said Freddy. Well, yeah. just, edit, just edit me saying Freddy. Like, just Freddy. There we go. <laughs> You'd be like, <laughs> Eddie. Here, here. I want you to know, this one's not going to get edited because I'm just recording it. That's true, yeah. yeah. Um, no, we want it raw. We want yeah. the passion, yeah. not perfection. Yeah. <laughs> On this podcast, we do not strive for perfection. Exactly. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, so it's like, yeah, they, they, I feel like being at one of their concerts, you probably feel like an elevated form of music, but just them, their music as itself, it's like, it's, it's good, but, but I know, think, you don't have to be okay. the smartest person in the world to understand it or whatever. Yeah, but and I, I, yeah, go on. I wonder if you, Pepsi, are reacting to like, these people shitting on you. Like, cause like, no, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? It like, went from I was not a huge fan of Queen and I didn't really like like them all that much to like years of being corrected about that. Like, oh, you just don't get it. It's like, no, I like listen to avant jazz. Like, I listen to <laughs> highly. I have my niche yeah, interests, and I so... get the technical proficiency. That's a thing that I like in music. This is just not. I don't like it. And it turned into like, yeah, no, it's the idea that you're wrong for not liking Queen or well, something. Well, that's like any bullshit excuse. People yeah. say like, shame you for not knowing this. or and It's like, you gotta be not... okay that other people aren't gonna like what you like. Exactly. And because they like other things doesn't make your thing less valid. Like, yeah. I have a huge theory that like, that's why people get upset if you don't like the same thing is because somehow they're not validated. You know mm-hmm, what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think an issue I have is how strongly towards that idea politics has gotten where it's like it's like you have to be a fan of this thing and it's like you can leave the political party you're voting for if you don't like the person yeah you you, what's the loyalty what is it going to serve you it's like these people don't share your interests like i like the white Sox when they suck because i'm a Sox fan i'm not going to vote for the democratic party if they start electing fascist racist people like, I'm like, okay, then no, I'm fine. I don't need that. Yeah. Um, I'm going to pause to see if we can continue recording. Okay. From Panera. So, I, like, was leaving, and someone had, like, an entire thing of fries that they hadn't eaten. So, I, like, grabbed Yeah, you, t- you said yeah. that. Yeah. I'm going to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I do that, but I'm just fat. <laughs> and then I'll, like, just still buy my own food. <laughs> no, no, I, like, ate, and then I got them on the way out. It's like, ah. Oh. It's it's a Jewish thing too. You don't throw food out. You know, kind of yeah. it's, it's a generation raised by the generation raised by people who did not get killed in the Holocaust. Like we yeah, keep food. they had to trade shoes and cigarettes for food. Yeah. Like, the Holocaust was story. a lot like Rikers. <laughs> one of one of the best things that I was ever told by a coach is my coach Powell would tell this story about this guy in uh, concentration camps during the Holocaust. Like shoes were a big currency apparently, so he would run up to people and just headbutt them in the chest. And because everybody was so weak, they'd just fall over and he'd just take their shoes and like put them around his neck. So he would just walk around with just like a bunch of shoes around his neck. And it's just like the way he described it, it just sounded like this fucking. Yeah, it was insane. And that's like a big thing in Holocaust museums where they have the shoes for people. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say when we were talking about it, I didn't want to bring it up because A, I don't want people to think it was a joke, and B, it yeah. was a huge shift in tone. Right. The book I uh, never finished, I got like 10 pages to the end, it just would not finish, it was uh, Diary of Anne Frank. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Like you, yeah. Not because you want to prolong it, but sometimes you just don't want to see the end. I'm good. Like yeah. I read a book, it's called All the Lights uh, You Can See. You can't see, you can't see, whatever. It's like this fiction, but it's a World War One and spoilers, but like the ending is terrible because you have these two people, you're following them separately and like 
oh my god, they're gonna meet, and like all these things are happening, and then they meet for a second, and then one of them dies. I was gonna say, one of them is like, a, a member of the Black Hand, and one of them is Archie. It's for me. <laughs> That's a love story. The romance that never could be. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah. White Steve Harvey. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I was thinking about that. I was listening to E1, and I think it was it was the, in the robot in the when uh, Branson was the robot. He uh, the, they look they look through his files, and there's a folder that just says White Steve Harvey, and they're like, and they're like, what is this? It's like I wanted to see what it would look like if a white man could wear a suit the same way Steve Harvey does, because <laughs> that man can wear a suit. <laughs> White Steve Harvey is just Dr. Phil. Whoa. Conspiracy theory. Shit. I love um, on SNL when... uh, Oh, what is his name? Shoot, he's been on there for like 30 years. He's like a sketch comedian. Gaden Thompson? Yes. When he does... Harvey is amazing. When he does what? Steve Harvey. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The guy we were just talking about? Yeah. With the joke yeah, you just I made? Enjoy, I totally Are you listening? I, heard, I was thinking listen, of Kaden but... Thompson. I was thinking of all the things that I've seen Kaden Thompson do. Good Burger. <laughs> like, Good Burger. Yeah. Good Burger. And, and the sequel, Better Burger. <laughs> and the ending to the trilogy, Best Burger. Good Burger and its sequel. Um, fuck. I had a joke and it's gone. Do, do you remember... That movie at all, Good Burger? Oh yeah, I love no, that. No, I you don't it. Remember. That's great. Oh, Abe Pagoda. Dude, it is. The, it, the plot makes absolutely no sense because they're because they there's this machine in like the rival burger place or whatever where these burgers like Mondo burgers. Yeah, at Mondo Burger. If they're you like have on this conveyor belt, so they perfectly cook these burgers. They throw them on a conveyor belt. And then it goes into this machine, and then they just come out like ten times the size. And it's like you can grow things. Why don't you just put gold in there, grow yeah. the gold, and then sell it? Like what? Like well, you can just like, make stuff bigger. That sounds like Spy Kids, where they had that yeah. little thing, and then they put it in the microwave, and then it was like a full food yeah. thing. It was, it was weird. Yeah. I think you could, you, could, you could reason it out that yeah. it's beef specific. But was it the patties or the full burger? Just the patties. Just that the would patties. grow. Yeah, and then they put them on a normal bun. Or so like all that was was steroids. Yeah. All that was was po- posthumous steroids. <laughs> we get anyway in beef, so it's a little redundant. There you go. But no. It was a good movie. I like it. In my opinion. I, mean, I hated it. Oh, it was terrible. Well, it was a movie that was. It was a movie that was made off of an SNL skit, right? No. no. Good Burger was, was uh, for all that. Oh, was it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Or, yeah, but it was it was made off of a skit from Keenan and... Mm. Yeah. What's his name? Uh, I forgot his name. I haven't seen him. Who's, who's, who's the other guy? Good was it us? That's my shit. Okay, I, got I didn't a, get that. I got chicken falafel. I think this is... Or not chicken falafel, chicken, uh, <laughs> chicken shawarma. I got chicken. Stupid. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. I got shawarma, you got chicken shawarma, right? Okay, that's yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. What is this? Half fries, yeah. Oh, so we got the same thing. Cool. I got, well, I got chicken shawarma. We got just a regular chicken. Yeah. 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 Y
Dude, I'm so pumped. I haven't had this in forever. But what were we talking? Good burger. I liked it. Good burger. Yeah, and it came from an all that sketch. All that. Okay. Yeah, from when he was doing that. I, I thought SNL because Keenan yeah. Yeah. I don't know if he's the longest running. No, I was about to ask. Is he, he is. I think so. Is he the longest running? What about Bobby Moynihan? Nope. Really? Nope. It's the full response I'm going to give to that. Nope. Bobby so Moynihan has uh, actually yeah. never been on SNL. <laughs> he, um, who is he? He's just the guy who he's crashes terrible. all the time. <laughs> he shows up and they're like, well, we can't, we're live. We can't stop this now. None of his sketches were written for them to be that way. He just riffs and they're like, oh, uh, yeah, Bobby. Uh. <laughs> I'm thinking of Chris Farley, not Bobby Moynihan. He was there for a short period. That's the thing. It's like Bobby Moynihan is trying to be Chris Farley. It feels like the way he acts so many sometimes. He's okay, though. I think he's talented. I love Bill Hader, though, and Kristen Wiig. They're, they're pretty good. Bill Hader doing Stefan with John Mulaney writing for him. My favorite thing yeah. of all time. Because he didn't know what he was about to say. and then He, he always it. added the one joke at the end to throw him off and make him laugh. Yeah. So great. My favorite is Bill Hader when he does the reporter, Steve Welsh. Oh, oh my yeah. Because that's based on the actual reporter, reporter who, like, wasn't there like an actual reporter who like, yelled at an anchor? I think so. Or something, yeah. What do you know? You're just a yeah. stuffed suit. And then he starts hitting the camera. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They do, he was doing like a thing about tenants. No. And the anchor was telling like, well, maybe you want to, I don't, I'm not going to tell you to do your job, but maybe if you want to like go ask the follow-up questions. Oh, yeah, yeah. Brings the lady back and says, what did you want to ask her? And like, this is a real. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, it's Wait, so the actual real. anchor? Yeah, I can pull that up. Yeah, please do. That. Gosh, okay, back to the All right, I think at some show. point, when we went in there, this was a, like, I didn't turn my car on for it. When we went in there, this was at like 10 something minutes, and it's at 23, so at some point it started recording again. I'm so excited to go through the audio and, edit. and see no, what's going on here. Was this person waiting for me to move the car again? I honestly think so. That's insane. Like, they didn't know I was going to leave. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay. No, I think they were pulling up and they were on their phone, and then once oh. they saw you coming to the car, they decided to wait until you left. The world is now... I've done that same thing. A slightly less magical place. I just watched a woman sneeze three times in a row. That's cute. Yeah, that was funny. Um, so we were talking about, you had something to say about Bohemian. If you, for those those of you listening, I believe you just heard the first episode. Sneezing so yeah. Women can't do that. Unholy. Ooh, nice. Look at that. Wow. You got tires bigger than my car. Bigger than my future. <laughs> Brighter than my future. That's the thing. My future is... Small in stature, but shining like a diamond. Um, shining right like a diamond. <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Bohemian Rhapsody. You had an opinion. I had an opinion. So, <laughs> it's well-renowned because it's the kind of song that you can blast in the car and everyone can sing along to. Not the thing that you can sit and contemplate and think about, like, your innermost secrets. Mm -hmm. Like, the things you love. Yeah. So, that's why I think it's like super popular. It's good group music, right? Because yeah. there's stuff that I listen to that I don't listen to unless I'm in the car because I'm listening to something that it's not high cognitive level. 
of like yeah. deep, just like a fun thing to listen to. That's yeah, why. That's fair. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's about having a good time, not about a deep time. No, you don't want to think. Yeah. Right. And that's the thing. Queen, Queen is a perfect model of capitalist music. It's just like meaningless but popular, and like given this completely manufactured facade of importance. And part of it comes from the legacy of Freddie Mercury, who himself, great guy, seemingly. I don't know, I didn't know him personally. You know him personally. Yeah, and it's just like his legacy does not good music make. They're they're fine. It's stupid. Oh wait. And it's just like, you can just enjoy music and admit that it's stupid. It's the musical quality that you'd expect from, like, fucking Van Halen or some shit. It's not significantly better. Hmm. I think people... It's like we just talked like talked about, um, depending on the editing, what we just talked about. I don't know. Um, <laughs> that people don't like it when other people deviate from the norm. Yeah. Which is why ironic that the whole hipster thing happened because it was about being away from the norm, but it's not true anarchy, so it eventually became the norm. Exactly. Right, like, so, that's what, I don't know, but I feel like that's just the cycle of stuff. Where someone rebels in some way, quote-unquote, defining rebellion based on whatever it is, and then more people get into it, and then it becomes mundane, commercial, all that thing. And I think... The phrase to you, oh boy, that's bad driving. Uh, the phrase yeah. to use. Their bumper is just like sticking. They had the entire block to get in here, and I was not like I gave yeah, them no, the I room to you. do There's so. And like, I'm gonna wait until the last minute so I can block two lanes of traffic. Welcome to Chicago. Yeah, that was bada bing. Thing. I didn't know. Get the sausage at the jewels. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if you in the podcast would say that you're from Chicago. We, I, I at I one point wanted... tried to hide that fact and then remembered we've openly talked about living in the Chicagoland area multiple times. Yeah. yeah. We don't give well, the name of the it's town. It's mostly an after the fact where we throw the Chicago stuff in anyway. Yeah. But, um. Because I didn't know if I was going to say that. No. Because no, yeah, my, yeah. my well, Wacker Drive story. Is, is oh, yeah. yeah. Timeless era, but. Yeah. Oh, you yeah. can. Oh, okay, I got you. Yeah. It's beyond time and space. And we're, we're, we're in. It's I mean, everything and nothing yeah, all at exactly. the same time. But yeah, fuck was I gonna say? Neoliberalism um, yes. will take everything that you love and destroy anything unique about it. Do you think that? Okay, so I I wonder the association with liberal and the fact that we call it neoliberal is the idea like oh it's new and progressive, but in reality people it's think not. that yeah, and maybe it's just through the naming because they're dumb. It's. Like, first of all, it's the implication that liberalism is good, and it's like modern liberalism is not. But, like, neoliberalism is the little history lesson to our Lebanese listener uh, about what's gone on in America. After Reagan and Thatcher sort of stripped the protections that were given to workers of the world, you know, specifically for us, our world, America and them, England, taking what they had to protect them from, corporations and things like that, and just rampant, like, uh, filtered capitalism, where anything that can be mass-produced, turned into a product, sterilized, it will happen. And the big one that, like, we're seeing in our modern era to sort of, like, track it is internet subculture, internet weird, like, memes, things like that, and how everything, it is the peak of counterculture. It cannot be used as a product. It's unsellable, but they will find a way. And you're seeing Twitter accounts run by, like, Target and shit 
getting trying right. to use memes and stuff and appropriate this when, stuff yeah. when they're part of the system that is oppressing the people they're stealing jokes from. And it's just like yeah. this disturbing, ugly facet of our society where every single thing you love, no matter how completely unmarketable it is, will eventually be turned is if anyone likes it, it's gonna be they're gonna take it. They're yeah. going to do that to it. Although quick point is that there's a meme now where it's like this, I don't know, a crab thing and it shoots laser beam out of its eyes and it's like, die, corporate account or something mm-hmm. is like a response to mm-hmm. all these things. And they're going to start yeah. making jokes about that. Oh, well, yeah. At some like, point that's going to happen. Well, the, the, yeah. big, the big thing that got all like memes being a part of advertising was uh, the Minions. Like Minions started off as being a meme thing and then all of a sudden they were everywhere. Because like, yeah. there was just a lot of weird pictures that you could get from the Minion movie or, like, from any of the movies of them doing something stupid and then you put your, you know, meme caption on it or whatever. And then... All That's sudden, the reversal. And, no, yeah, because it's yeah. the mass marketing of the Minions. And they turn oh. that, that into causes part that of the, yeah. influ- So it's, like, an interesting uh, okay, way to yeah, turn it's it like around. flipping it into it. And whereas the, the, the er example I would think of is when Wendy's made that commercial where it's, like... 10 years late we're going to use image macros in a commercial about how great Wendy's is and it's just like watching this shell of what's pretending to be human say like look it's a joke you'll get you've done these things but it's about our product and it's the exactly the idea of every single part of your life everything you can relate to anything should be used to try and sell you something I studied yeah so I studied um as I've already said in this little thing, yeah. um, a podcast, that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. A um, little talk. Art, the talk. Art history um, is what I've studied, and a part of it's like in the digital era of art is the technical image. And the idea is that it's come to the point where we've advanced so much of our technology and our photography that things look so clear, and even clearer than what we can see, mm-hmm. to the point where it's now desirable for things to be not so clear, because if they're clear, that means they're commercially produced, but if they're, like, raw and have fuzzy things, that means they're, like, real yeah, and edgy, which is that. why you... Which is why you have, like, the Kardashians posting these, like, home videos. Mm-hmm. Because the idea of that image of the home and people, but then also the fuzziness of it makes it more, like, edgy. And it's, like, and McDonald's selling artisan bread product and, like, stuff like manufactured craft-like things and trying to make things look flawed now. Right. And it's, like, like just ripped jeans. That being a thing you can buy. That idea of just like if destroyed things, something that is inherently not mass produced. What if we mass produced it? Yeah. Exactly. So you gotta go. You, got, you guys can keep going. <laughs> if you want to? I don't care. J Cole is leaving the J. Cole yeah. is chat. Leaving, <laughs> leaving the station. Exiting the chat. Exiting right. the chat. All right. Nice meeting you. Nice meeting you. There you go. Bye. Have a good day, guys. Have fun. See ya. Happy Mike's mom's birthday. Yeah. Okay. <laughs>